is going according to plan. So far. What is that supposed to mean? Uh, nothing. Oh, I was trying to find news because I didn't look anything up and I got nothing. I got one thing. They got the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre game coming out. Oh, I did see that, yeah. I'm sure that's going to be really, really good. <laughs> well, if it's the same makers of the Friday the 13th one, I think so. And that had a lot going for it before it got shut down. Yeah. What the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, this is some news. Holiday news. I'll put that in there. All right. I am so fucking dried out. I feel like a husk, like a mummy. You should eat some grapes. Uh, I don't have access to grapes. Oh, that's your problem. Yeah, we don't keep grapes in the house. They're toxic <laughs> to dogs. Are they? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, I forgot what the compound is in them. Um, Something in the skin. It's uh, tartaric acid, which is uh, uh, cream of tartar powder, is, I think, what is uh, dogs like. It shuts down their livers or something. I don't know. Jesus. Well, these are 7-Eleven grapes, so... They sell grapes at 7-Eleven? Yeah, I get fruit from there all the time. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> you must have a nice 7-Eleven. I guess. You know, Chicago's <laughs> known for their 7-Elevens. Oh, that's 7-Elevens and their P.F. Changs. That's it. <laughs> I've heard that about Chicago. Best 7-Elevens there are. Oh, God. Are they open from 7 to 11? No, they're open 24 hours. Yeah, of course they are. Only the best kinds of people go in there at all times. Oh, yeah. 3 a.m. 7-Eleven run. Oh, by the way, I'm not doing a uh, top 10 metal list because I'm not done with it yet. So you I'll do it next. son of a bitch. I'll do it next episode. I'm kind of glad you said that, Mike, because I haven't done fuck all. Yeah, I'm still going through. There's a lot of like late releases this year, and I'm like, what the hell? All right. Well, let's get through this so we can... Get it done, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. My brain, my brain still isn't really functioning. I've been up for like an hour, and it has not started yet. I probably should have grabbed a coffee, but I didn't. Maybe Go I'll grab a coffee. Tell you what, I'm going to run this music. No, I'm not going to do that. I'll grab a coffee while Shane's talking. You guys won't know. All You Need Is Blood, episode number 116. I'm your host, Ryan Tudelo. Joining me are my co-hosts, Mike Whittemore and Shane Smith. Fellas, how are we? Man, I'm doing great. Awesome. 
Well, if you're listening to the podcast, we like to discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including, but not limited to music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. We're the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. If you want to reach us on Gmail, it's AllYouNeedIsBloodPod at gmail.com. Our Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood. Instagram account, All You Need Is Blood Podcast. And if you're listening to us, that's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify. Just type in All You Need Is Blood and subscribe. Unless there's a different All You Need Is Blood podcast. Only subscribe to ours, not theirs. I was uh, on Google uh, Podcasts, and the last episode we... That's up there for us is the Justice League one. Get out of here! Yeah, I, I just I checked, swore I checked on this. I checked it yesterday, unless Uh-oh. I. Yeah. Now you got me looking, Mike. Google Podcasts. All you need is blood. My subscriptions. No, it's on here. Episode one fifteen. Is that okay? Maybe it's just uh, I didn't up like refresh it or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Keep you on your toes, you know? Oh, yeah. It's, it's good that I check it once every four years. <laughs> good Lord. Oh, my God. Oh. I was, was going to say something, and I completely forgot it now. I oh, had it, like, sorry. in my head. Shit. You need coffee. I do. I don't know what I need. Go get coffee. I need coffee. Wait, like just go get some coffee, man. Because you're the main like speaker of the podcast, and if you're off yeah. your game, we're fucked, dude. We're always fucked. Oh, we'll cut all this out. Just go get yourself a nice cup of coffee. Get your pumpkin spice uh, tea bag in there. Make some tea or coffee. <laughs> tea. I'll make tea coffee. I mix them both. That's, that's <laughs> You'll both be up worlds. for years. <laughs> With diarrhea. With diarrhea every day. Yeah. Good God. All right, fellas. Well, let's get something started here. Uh, Mike, since we talked last, have you been getting into anything recently? And while you're talking, I'm just going to go ahead and get a cup of coffee. Oh, um, not really. I have been... Um, Great. <laughs> I, bought, I bought the uh, new Nintendo Switch, the white one, the OLED. And uh, it was just at Best Buy, so I bought it. And I've been only playing Pokemon on the shitter. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. Those grapes are just ravaging my body. Um, this is awkward because I don't think I'm really like talking to Ryan because he's getting coffee. So now I feel like all this pressure's on me to keep yeah, speaking. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what to do now. But um, um I, uh, I I bought the new first word that comes into your head. <laughs> That's always boobies, you know. <laughs> but uh yeah I, um i'm buying a lot of stupid records uh, i'm spending a lot of money that i shouldn't be because christmas is tearing apart my bank account um let's see pokemon and the shitter new records um just trying to get my top 10 list together for all the metal releases this year but i don't know if ryan's going to cut that part out or not but i'm not going to do one yet i'm going to do one next episode because there's a lot of albums that came out like super late uh cadaveric fumes and like exodus came out with one like two weeks ago or something like that uh so i really yeah their new album's really good and uh yeah i just want to make sure i get everything before I make a top ten list. All right, so you guys ran the show pretty good while I was gone, right? Right, and you and you cut me off, so there's that. Yeah, 
I kind of had a shitty experience with Arrow. Really? Yeah, well, I, I uh, they had their sale, and I bought a whole bunch of Blu-rays from them, like Pitch Black, 12 Monkeys, uh, oh, uh, Evil Ed, which I was ex- excited about, El Ducci tapes, and then I, I bought Alice Sweet Alice on Blu-ray. Like, okay. So I opened the package, and Alice Sweet Alice is a DVD. Mm-hmm. And so I messaged him, like, hey, you sent me a DVD instead of a Blu-ray. And they're like, well, we don't have that in stock anymore. So you have to send it back to us to get a refund. I'm like, I sent you a picture of the DVD. You can't just, like, A, put me on a waiting list for the Blu-ray, or B, just send me the refund. It was like a, a ten. The DVD is like 10 bucks. I'm not going to, like, go through all this to ship it back just for a refund. And they're like, just tell us what you want to do. I'm like, fuck this. So I, I guess I bought my... A DVD for the first time in in years. I could have easily sent it back, but it's like, come on. It gets so annoying. I, I don't remember if Alice Sweet Alice was good or not. I, I it's I know I watched it years ago. I probably have. I don't think it's a Scream Factory DVD, but I definitely have a DVD of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched it a long time ago, and I, I really liked it. So when Arrow's having it for the Blu-ray, I was like, hey, I'll, I'll check that out again. And I'm like, what the fuck, man. But my night of the it's my night of the beast came in from Severin, which is gorgeous. I haven't watched it yet, but the the packaging is awesome and hysterical. It's funny the only two releases I have from Severin is Day of the Beast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Day of the Beast and Night of the Demon. <laughs> but, uh, I haven't got my Night of the Demon yet. Really? Did you order the super fancy edition? No. Yeah, I just got the, the, the Blu-ray of it, too. But, uh, yeah, that's that's all I really have to uh, say, really, I think. You didn't you didn't hear any of what I said, so. No, I'll listen to it. I have to listen to it again, Mike. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I can't go back and forth with you, you know, about it, so. Yeah, he has to decide whether he's going to censor anything he's, you say. That's right. Exactly. Always do. Yeah. <laughs> Mike doesn't know this, but he hasn't actually had any airtime on the podcast in like months. <laughs> I don't. Li- I about. do listen to him now. I listen to like oh, the first you? like thirty minutes or so, and then I'm like, ah, I don't know how anybody could listen to any further. Yeah, on the same. Yeah, I just like listening to the intros. You should do a compilation of the intros alone because they're gold. That's a lot of work, Shane. I don't know. Yeah, but and, Mike, and, you and missed my a, intro. You by missed a my lot intro. of work, I mean any work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mike, you missed my intro about pulling out a really long nose hair. So, ooh, I don't get I don't get, I don't get too bad nose hairs. I get really bad ear hair. Oh no! And my buddy oh, yeah. looks at me like he's he wants to like pull it out. He's like, "Oh yeah, you got some ear hair there." So I make sure to shave it whenever I'm shaving my face. I shave my ear hair, <laughs> but I use a straight razor for shaving. So when I do, how do you ears, get it in there? Well, I don't go in my ear. It's like sticks out like an old man. Oh my yeah, god, it's that bad. Dude, yeah. I'm right there with you. I literally sit there. I clean my ears out with a Q-tip or a cotton bud, as we call them in the UK, and basically I pull it out. And even afterwards, there's lumps of fucking wax sitting on the air here. Yeah, just on the periphery of my ear. And you pull it out, and you're like, Ew. you know. You ever sometimes taste ear wax? It's so gross. It's grim. Apparently, cats like hair wax. 
The, the they what? Do. They, they steal the Q-tips all the time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Cats like earwax. I tried it with Ziggy. He was kind of like, fuck off. Yeah, he's but, looking at you. He's like, why are you giving me earwax? <laughs> yeah. But Ziggy also likes cucumbers. Earwax is one of those gross jelly belly flavors they have. Yeah. I mean, how the fuck did they come up with a taste like that? How? It's actual earwax. Yeah. The real question is, like, as they were developing it, how much actual earwax did they have to eat? They had had it like a taste tester, probably like an intern. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so everyone yeah. there just gave them their earwax and they'll, you we'll taste this. Five dollars <laughs> to eat this jelly bean without throwing up. They like lump it into a big ball of all their earwax and they give it to this guy to like take a yeah. bite out of. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 oh, that's gross. So, that's oh, what I've been uh, if you guys hear uh, sirens going off on my end the entire time, it's because, like, the fire department and the police are going up and down every road with the sirens blasting. I, I don't know if they're doing, like, some Santa Claus thing or something, but it's been going on for half an hour now. Oh, that's <sighs> so I, I can hear them, and it's annoying. So everyone else will have to be annoyed as well. Do you want to hear how I got punched on the train a few weeks back? Yeah. You got punched on the train? Yeah, by a homeless guy. Uh, so like to and from work every day i take the train and uh i usually take a nap on the way home almost every day and i just like wake up at midway and i get off sometimes people wake me up so the other day i was i i sat down next to this guy who was shady he was like leaning over a seat he was taking up like three seats and i said to myself what's the worst that can happen (laughs) So, like, the train stopped at some point, and then, like, I, while I was sleeping, I heard someone talking to me. And even though I have headphones on, I could I could just, like, feel someone talking to me. So I, like, squint a little, and I noticed that everybody who I was sitting by is now on a different part of the train. And I look to my left, and there's this homeless guy just fucking being belligerent and, like, talking to me and yelling at me. So I shut my eyes again. And then I turn off my headphones. I'm trying to listen to what this guy is saying. And he's yelling at me. And he's saying, what, are you scared? What, are you scared, you white piece of shit? You fucking white piece of shit. And I'm like, oh, my God. So instead of doing the smart thing and moving, I just pretended like I was sleeping. Because I only had, like, three stops left before I got to Midway. (laughs) And uh, so at one point, the train stops. And he gets up to get out. And I'm like, okay, cool. But then he walks back in, sits down next to me again. I'm like, fuck. So then he starts laughing because I think he knows I am (laughs) not sleeping. And then he starts yelling at me more. He starts waving his phone in my face. He goes, add me, add me, add me to my phone, man. I like you. I like you. But then two seconds later, he'd say I'm afraid of him. And uh, then he punches me in the arm. Like, pretty hard. And I just look at him. I do nothing, because this guy's probably filled with heroin. And I... (laughs) And I I had, like, one stop left where I got to Midway. So I get up. I stand by the door. We get to Midway. Of course, he's also getting off at Midway. And he stands right next to me. And he goes, get the fuck out of my way, white piece of shit. And I'm like, oh, my God. 
So then I like bolt off the train and I could hear him like laughing at me like while I'm walking away. And uh, yeah, that's that was my so far worst experience on the train. Personally, this is what I would have done. I would have elbowed him in the throat, punched him in the face and kicked him in the bollocks and then thrown him off the train. I was yeah, I was nice. really thinking about retaliating, but I don't know what this guy has on him. I I yeah. mean I don't uh, and what he has in him exactly. I don't know if he's got a knife, a gun. I don't know if he can afford a knife or a gun, but he was just I, like fucked up looking, man. He couldn't have been that fucking homeless if he had a mobile phone. I, I see a lot of uh, homeless people in Chicago with mobile phones. It's weird. I think like you can get that cricket plan for like ten. I don't know shackles a month or whatever they pay yeah <clears throat> or the one I've for old folks with giant buttons <laughs> yeah, people approach me like that before and i just ended up telling them to fuck off yeah usually that's all you got to do but this guy wasn't letting up so that's my story very exciting mike <laughs> see this is what i bring to the podcast like <laughs> real world stories and experience you know <laughs> You can't get this anywhere else. Mike fights yes, a homeless Mike. man next episode. <laughs> Mike, Mike gets fought by a homeless man. <laughs> uh, let me put that in a hashtag here. Yeah, oh, my God. Mike in the hood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shane, while I was gone, did you also let us know what's going on with you? Um, I've been preparing for next Saturday. Hmm. Um where basically I have gifts I need to send out to people tomorrow. I am finally getting my wisdom tooth removed tomorrow, um, which I'm looking forward to immensely, as you can tell by the sarcasm in my voice. Dude, it's, and if it's, you have the same dentist I did, which I'm obviously sure he does. <laughs> but <laughs> dude, it took three minutes for three of my wisdom to- teeth to be taken out, and I didn't even feel it at all. Well... Obviously, I've got to go in. It's um, the tooth is cracked. I've not had any pain with the tooth at all since I last had it checked, so which is kind of awesome. Um, but it's like I haven't had the email confirmation, so I'm going to have to phone them up tomorrow and say, uh, "Am I still booked in for this afternoon?" Um, so uh, we'll take that as it is. Um, but basically. I've got to have the tooth removed because the guy said it was loose when he looked at it. So he said it wasn't long of this earth. He put a cap on it. And ironically enough, half of the cap has come off. So um, there's still like a crevice in the tooth, but there's no pain there whatsoever. So maybe the nerve is dead. I mean, that'd be kind of nice. But um, so I'm going to be spending majority of next week recovering with a hole in my jaw um i may enjoy christmas dinner i may not we shall see um i may be able to eat over the next few days i may not we shall see but um yeah i've got that happening tomorrow um i've got a couple of bits and pieces to do tomorrow as well um i've just been getting christmas things ready um i was kind of pissed off i ordered ziggy a um advent calendar with lots of treats and toys in it and um the the advent calendar i was getting it was going to cost me like 7.99 so it was it had some pretty good stuff in there and when i ordered it it 
apparently had been discontinued overnight. So I'm currently without a Christmas gift for Ziggy. So I'm gonna have wow. So I'm gonna have to get something for him because yeah, I buy my cat Christmas gifts. Cat tuna and birthday gifts. Val bought her cat a Hanukkah candle. What's the cat gonna do with a fucking Hanukkah candle? Well, it's like a toy Hanukkah candle. What I was going to say is the cat like a pyromaniac and intent on taking over the world or something. Are you supposed to get your cats, you know, Christmas presents? Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, last year I got him him something I didn't realize had catnip in and he basically threw it. He literally picked it up and threw it over the balcony. (laughs) I'm three floors up and I thought it's wet and it's soggy. I ain't fucking going down there to get that, you little shit. You know, I gave it to him. I unwrapped, I wrapped it up for him. I went, Ziggy, happy Christmas. And he comes walking up, looks at it, so to say, oh, yay, I get a present. And I unwrapped it for him and then gave him the gift for a bit. And I had the door open as well because it was kind of warm last year, oddly enough. So I had the door open. Then he walks up and he walks outside, literally in his mouth, puts his head through the bars, spits it over the balcony, comes walking back in. And goes to sleep. <laughs> I was like, oh. Okay, I see you didn't want your Christmas present. Merry Christmas, Yeah, um, (laughs) which was kind of funny, as it is kind of funny. But I mean, I always remember the his first Christmas. I bought him a catnip toy, and turns out it did nothing for him. He Ziggy just does not dig catnip. I've given him catnip catnip treats. You know, it's like last year I gave him. Well, earlier this year actually, I bought him a bag of edible catnip treats. He looked at it looked at me, and then walked off. As if to say, I ain't fucking touching that shit. So, you know, um, so I need to get something that Ziggy will appreciate. You know, a soul, maybe. Um, I don't know. Uh, Yeah, Fat Tony's been carrying around a catnip-stuffed pumpkin spice latte toy. Since he carries it all over the oh, house. It has to be, it's got to be a fucking pumpkin spice latte <laughs> yeah, shit. You, you bet you, it does. He Fuck loves it. Sake. It's his favorite thing in the world. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, all I've been doing, <laughs> obviously, I've been, I've been preparing food for Christmas Day. So I've cooked food and it's in the freezer. So then all I have to worry about is just putting it on a tray and baking it. And then I haven't got a slave over a stove for like four hours while I'm cooking. I can just wrap up my wrap up my bacon and my chicken and just stick it in the oven for forty minutes with all the veggies. Mm. And that's all I'm going to do. But um, other than that, I've been looking at stuff to purchase, like in the new year. And um, there's a couple of albums I want to get, providing we're not in fucking lockdown again, because it's looking likely we're going to be in lockdown. The Omicron virus has apparently been taking a very strong hold in the UK at the moment. Oh, yeah, um, it's everywhere. It'll get you. I think it's, personally speaking, I think it's all bullshit. It's our government that's trying to save their own ass by trying to tell people, oh, you must do this, you must do that, and if you don't, you can't have Christmas, blah de blah Well, apparently we're going to be going into lockdown on the 27th of December. Um, no, for two weeks. And if that doesn't take effect, we're going into what they call a hard lockdown, which will, everything will be shut down. 
Sounds kinky. Yeah. I could go for a hard lockdown right about now. <laughs> I bet you could, you dirty bitch. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so it's, I mean, obviously, I don't do anything as a rule on Christmas. I mean, I'll stay at home. I'll be at home with Ziggy. I'm not going out anywhere. I've not got people coming around. New Year's Eve is the same. I will be staying at home with Ziggy and I'll probably do what I did last year and just go to bed at about 11 o'clock in the evening and say, oh, well, it's 2022. Woo. And then that'll be it. But other than that, I'm just looking for music. I've got a couple of gigs coming up in February of next year. So I'm seeing a band called Green Lung who are like this stoner slug. Hey, type. I know them. Yeah, they got, their new album's quite good, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, I think I told you a friend of mine played bass on one of their tracks. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and Because uh, they release really fucking cool vinyl. Because their record label... Um, Smart. Yeah, their record label is um, the same as uh, my other friend's band, King's P- King Pistol. So, because um, I collect all the King Pistol stuff, they that kind of they started out as like acoustic folk death rock, um, or cunt, uh, death country as they like to call it, <laughs> um, and uh, their newer stuff is more harder edge, it's more electric, it's electric death rock, baseball electric death country, you know, it's electro, yeah, death electro, <laughs> electro death, I like that, um. But uh kind of reminds me of the Ghost album that came out last year. Um, but yeah, uh, so I'm seeing Green Lung. Obviously, I've got Pearl Jam. I've got Therapy. I've got a few other gigs that are happening next year. I wasn't lucky enough to procure, uh, procure a ticket for The Cure because um, they're playing next November. The tickets went on sale last Friday and they sold out in a matter of seconds. Oof. But to be fair... I didn't have the money to buy a ticket, you know, because it was like they were £92 for standing tickets plus booking fee. And then just to sit, just to have a seat in the same area, it was £70 plus booking fee. So I was just like, I cannot justify forking out £90 or in excess of £100 to go and see the one band on my bucket list I have never seen live. Um, and I've been a fan of The Cure since I was six years old. So, you know, I'm, I'm sad, I'm upset about it, but, you know, there's nothing I can do about it, really. So I'm just leaving it at that. Um, other than that, not much else has been going on. Just surviving, <laughs> avoiding humanity, um, avoiding people, and not letting anybody into my home. Smart. This fucking cat just bit me. <laughs> Cheney. Such a cunt. Oh, get out of here. Awesome. What do you what are you up to, Ryan? Uh, I didn't do, How's it going for you? I didn't do shit this week. Uh I, I managed to beat Dark Souls 3. That's my uh It's an accomplishment. That's pretty much everything I had going on. And the hardest part of every from software game is that Try not to restart a new character as soon as you finish the last one. It's impossible. You're like, all right, this time I'm going to go do it like this. <laughs> Are you going to get Elden Ring? I will. Uh, will I get it the day it comes out? Probably not, because I don't live the kind of lifestyle where I can just, like, buy a thing and play it. 
I'll I've pre-ordered the collector's edition for like I don't even know why. I it's, think just because it was going to sell out, and I knew it was going to sell out. Yeah. <laughs> so I just pre-ordered the Best Buy edition. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. Do you play any of those? I know Val plays Bloodborne, no. right? No, I do not. They're hard, but they're addictive, man. Like, you just, <clears throat> you're like caught on a boss, and you lose like 50 times in a row, and you're like, yeah, but this time's going to be different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back in. <laughs> I don't know. I like them. Uh, I was talking to one of my buddies uh, who he, he's the one that was had been trying to get me into Dark Souls for like seven years. He's like, you have to play, you have to play. I'm like, ah, whatever, I'll get to it. And um, so I was talking to him about it. We were nerding out a couple weeks ago, just like full on like, oh, I upgraded my dexterity, but, uh, but to get this pyromancy uh, magic spell, you have to unlock this and blah, 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 blah. And like, Elisa's like, I fucking hate these two nerds. <laughs> just like, <laughs> So we're like, we're talking about all this stuff. And then um, a few days later, I go online and I see him pop onto Dark Souls. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. I knew you couldn't stay away. He's like, I got to get ready for Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but that's, that's about it. I mean, I, I did watch a ton of movies. Um, I, I don't know about a ton, but I watched a bunch of movies in preparation for this episode to try to catch up on more 2021 that I had let slip by. Um, oh, the only other thing I got is um, that uh, all the Haunts BRs box set from uh, Severin got delivered, and it's fucking amazing. Like, you open the package, and it's full of straw. Like, it's packed in straw because it's this weird witchcraft thing, and there's, like, all these uh, sticker symbols of, like, witchcraft and shit. I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Um, so it's a really great set. Comes with this like this like decent sized book inside the package. Um, just a really really cool set that they got. And this is the not fancy one. You know what I mean? Like there's ones yeah. that come with like statues and all kinds of crap like that. But it's a pretty damn impressive set. I can't wait to dig into it. Twenty. You didn't movies. watch any yet? No, not yet. Uh, it's like I said. I was trying to do uh, more twenty twenty one movies, but. You know, as soon as we finish this up, I could go dig through some older stuff like I wanted to. So, yeah, that's about it. I haven't really been doing too much other than touching this cat. She will not leave me alone. She's bit me three times. <laughs> well, it's a good touch, not a bad touch. What do you want, Jeannie? She hates getting pet, too. She's such an asshole. Cat that, like, <laughs> walks up and is like, look at me. Don't touch me, but look at me. I want you to pay attention. And then, like, you pick her up and you start, like, rubbing her. And she's like, I hate it, but I'm back for more. It's so annoying. She's going crazy right now. Oh, all right. Um, Let me see. Do I? I thought I had news somewhere in here. Where did I put that? I lost my whole news section. Oh, there it is. I got it. A little bit of news. News. Um, so, Mike, as you had mentioned, there is a Texas Chainsaw Massacre <clears throat> game coming. Uh, um, yep. I'm assuming it's going to be exactly like Friday the 13th. It so, is. like, are, are they, are they going to have, but the difference I'm guessing is that there's going to be more than one killer. Like, you're probably going to be able to be, you know, some of the other Texas family, I guess, and... I hope so. I think there's only a video out now where they give you like a, it's like a slight tease, like a demo. 
um, of uh, Leatherface running around mm-hmm. chasing people. But you know, it's I think it's from the same makers as the Friday the Thirteenth game people, and those guys really wanted to expand out and do all these other things and add in a whole bunch of DLC, and they really wanted to build up that game. And of course, they couldn't because it just got all cut yeah, off right. unfairly. Uh, so they're they're doing the Texas Chainsaw, and I'm kind of looking forward to to see what they do with it, even though it's a game I'll never probably play. <laughs> But yeah, it's a multiplayer online only game. Uh, it's, you know, you're a killer and you have to kill the other, I guess, teenagers in this case. So yeah, it's, I mean, it could be cool. I think where it could have potential to be more interesting than the Friday the 13th is like if you can have multiple killers, you know, if it's a, a whole team of, of the family and then a whole team of like survivors, sort of like a team deathmatch kind of thing, like, oh, you got to pick up. Like, oh, yeah, I think that's neat. a little more interesting than just the one killer, you know, and the uh, and the group of survivors, because <laughs> that's been done, like, a bunch of times now. Um, I think yeah. something a little bit more spread out would be cool, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I just hope it doesn't share the same fate as that Predator game that came out that everyone immediately that forgot about. the same about. team as well, Mike. I believe that's was the it? same team that did Friday the 13th. Wow, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, hopefully they make it at least a little different because I don't know where they're getting the the budget from <laughs> to yeah. keep doing these kinds of games. But you're, riding, you're gonna be riding on the coattails of that hot Netflix movie coming out. Oh God, <laughs> maybe it'll finally sink the series. This will be the one. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. Oh good God. Uh, so also in other news, uh, the Train to Busan remake uh, has been titled in. Give it a release in 2023. It's going to be called cool. Last Train to New York. Um, which I don't like. I think that's uh. a bad. That's a bad name. Like, you don't take a train to New York. You take a train to like Grand Central, or you know what I mean. Like, it's yeah. Where are you going? New York City. What? No, no. That's like a million places to go to. Like, where are you going? Yeah, <laughs> New York. That's like what a tourist yeah. says, you oh, know. Head to New York. So I don't know that. I'm not gonna watch. Uh, I mean, I hate. That's the bad part of doing like a podcast. This is yeah, I don't right. want to watch that. <laughs> but I'm end up. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be have forced to. to watch this because of this fucking podcast. <laughs> Sorta, <of>, yeah. <laughs> Actively making my life worse. Well, Absolutely. think of it this way, Mike. You didn't have yeah, to was... watch Halloween Kills, and as far as I know, you didn't. So. Oh, yeah, you're right. I, got I out should of have that watched one. that. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> no, seriously, you shouldn't. You shouldn't watch it at all. Um, personally, I'm kind of pissed off that they would even think of remaking Train to Busan because that movie was just too fucking good. Um, it doesn't need to be yeah. remade. And it's going to be terrible. Yeah, the fact they're going to Americanize it um, kind of pisses me off. Um, I just think it's a really bad idea, and I will not watch it. Um, is there a cast or anything uh, yet? I don't think so. Not as far. I don't think there is, but um, I for one will not be watching it. Um, the original movie is just too too fucking good. It's just perfect in every way. There's no need to. There is no need to do another version of it. They can um, remake Peninsula, but leave Train to Busan alone. Yeah, 
I mean, Pen- Peninsula, that movie itself, it was a massive letdown, in my opinion. Um, it was watchable, but it was like the extended ending of the loving mother, you know, trying to get away from the zombies or save yourself and all that kind of bullshit. That was just like, oh, this is going on too fucking long now. Um, the zombies were great and it was just overall a not very good movie but that's what they do they they remake you know movies that don't need to be remade Turn Busan is is one of them I mean it's such a simple like premise and they're not going to nail like the way the zombies look and it's just going to be so and I hate to say it because I haven't seen it yet, but you already know how it's going to be. It's it's going to be like nearly I mean, impossible no. to replicate the tone of Train to Busan. Yeah. It's like that perfect mix of and, comedy and like splatter and still like genuine horror. And even if you can remake that tone, what's yeah. the point? Yeah. So I got some info here, Mike. Uh, it's going to be produced by James Wan. Uh, directed by, and this is impossible, uh, Timo Chajanto, Chahanto, I don't know how to say that word. Um, he is the director of The Night Comes For Us. I know I've heard of him before. Um, and April 21st, 2023 is all the info I got. This is from, uh, Arrow in the Head, so... Hopefully, right, the night comes from us. If I remember correctly, that's about a guy in the suburbs of Paris, and a zombie apocalypse has happened, and he is the only person stuck in a block of flats the night after a party. And it basically the whole movie is centered around this one guy surviving day to day. And it's set over over a period of months. I think that's the one. I think that was hashtag alive. No, 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 no. Hashtag alive was. I mean, that was a good movie, but I. It's. Um, the night comes from us is actually on Netflix. As was hashtag well, a alive. A little bit that might help here, Mike, is that uh, this guy also is the director of Safe Haven on VHS too. Really? Yeah. That's where I knew his name from. Oh, well. Now you've completely fucked me up. <laughs> I've secured the fact that Mike will have to watch this movie. <laughs> so, and then the last thing I got here, fellas, and this is insane, and I, I don't know, I just think it's hilarious. Um, but uh, Fright Rags is going to be releasing a new project titled Silent Night, Deadly Night, the game, and it's a board game based on Silent Night, Deadly Night, and it sounds fucking so insane, but I love it. I love the idea of it. I like that it's going to be a box with a killer Santa on it, so not that yeah, I play the, board uh, games, the Kickstarter but... for that's pretty cool, too, because you just pay, like, there's no, like, tiered rewards. There is, but the more you pay, the more just games you get. So if nice. you pay like sixty bucks, you get two games. You pay ninety bucks, you get three games. <laughs> so it's pretty neat. Almost like a real store. Yeah. Also, so Stream cool. Factory is uh, doing a UHD Blu-ray of Alligator, and oh, I coming saw out that. 
a Blu-ray of Alligator 2, The Mutation. Yes. So, go buy those. Oh, I love Alligator. <laughs> go buy those. Wait, are we being sponsored by them? <laughs> are we? That would be nice. <laughs> I just want a free copy. <laughs> yeah, send us all free copies. We'll review yeah. them, Scream Factory. Or yeah. better, uh, listeners, buy my DVD copy of Alligator or Alligator <laughs> 2, The Mutation. That I could get an excuse to get a new one. Hey, maybe the listeners would be interested in buying my... Uh... Trick or treat, um, sealed double picture disc. You know, that I've been trying to get rid of for fucking months. Yeah, but <laughs> that might be actually worth money. So I, I feel like my uh, my shitty ass DVD is is a better sale item for him. I mean, I bought it what two years ago when it came out, and I bought a copy that I gave to my friend, and then I bought another copy for myself because I thought the picture disc was just too cool. And I thought I'll keep it, but no, I'm just not interested. I've even I'm even selling. I want to sell my um, Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz vinyls because it's going to be incomplete because they're not. Obviously, Mondo won't be doing the World's End score uh, vinyl, so it's pointless me having those two if they're not going to complete the trilogy. Throw them out. <laughs> I'm just kind of upset that my Jack Frost special edition and Jack Frost 2 Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman, they keep getting delayed. I pre-ordered that and it was supposed to be like mid-December and now it's mid-January. Is is Jack Frost the Vinegar Syndrome one? No, this is MVD. MVD. I'm trying to think. Doesn't Vinegar Syndrome have a Jack Frost? Oh, I'm not sure. I think that might just be a Blu-ray. I don't know if you got a UHD. Do you really want a UHD copy of Jack Frost? Uh, yeah. 4K. <laughs> yeah, this is a, it's just a special edition Blu-ray, so I think that's all it is. But mm. yeah, it's MVD Who... video for both. Oh, okay. Who's that? Elijah Dushku's in there, right? Yeah, I uh, think yes. so. No, uh, in the first one, it's that one girl from... Um... Wrong Turn. Are you talking about no, it's a no, chick from Jack American Frost. Pie. Oh, um, Shannon Elizabeth? Yeah. Okay. I get those two mixed up. Awesome. Well, you're going to be very excited when those Jack Frosts come in. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Have you watched the second one in, like, yes. recently? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think for this podcast, I think I watched like two years ago. It was awful. It was so terrible. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> oh, in, like the Caribbean, like what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah, and there are shots of them at like at like a bar, but it's so obvious, like they're not on a beach at all. Like it legit looks like the set from like Saved by the Bell. Yeah, like, it totally does. TV show. It doesn't look like anything <laughs> that's real. <laughs> what the fuck? All right, let's get to our main topic here, fellas. We got to wrap this year up because fuck this year. Absolutely. Yes, um, fuck this year completely, 100%. So, I don't know how we want to do this. We probably want to save our best movies for last, right? Sure. Um, I mean, I'm always willing to talk about worst movies. I tried actually squeezing in a couple bad ones. I didn't get to it at the end. See, I never saw any like truly horrible movies this year. Oh, I Literally, did. looking at my list, Mike... 
So I, I went through my IMDb list and, you know, just like organized it by lowest rating. And I was shocked to see the movie that I hated the most that came out this year. I was like, oh, my God, I'm actually going to have to fucking <laughs> say this. <laughs> so um, I don't know who wants to start. Let's talk about let's talk about first maybe some non-horror movies. How about that? OK, Um, what do I got on here? Yeah, let's talk about the worst non-horror movie from 2021 that you watched this year. Um, I know Shane doesn't have a list in front of him. I'm just gonna list off some of the one, some of the non-horror that I've watched. So like, uh, I've got Pig. Um, I mean, I watched The Green Knight. It's not, it's close to horror, but not really. There's horror elements. Same thing with Prisoners of the Ghost Land. I watched the Rocky Four Drago cut. Uh, Reminiscence. The Suicide Squad, The Suicide Squad, um, Mortal Kombat, Godzilla vs. Kong, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, there's a couple other ones that are like borderline. Like, I thought Wonder Woman 84 was from 2021, but apparently it's not. It came out like December 2020. Hmm. So, I don't know. Do you count that? Do you not count it? Whatever. Um, but looking at my lowest ratings I got here, the lowest rating non-horror movie I have is Mortal Kombat. Oh my god. <laughs> and I was shocked at it. I'm like, oh my god, is that the worst non-horror? What'd you give it? What'd you give it? I, I ripped it apart, man. I gave it a three. <laughs> like, it's funny going back, because when I watched it, I was so angry. I was yeah. like, fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now I'm like lukewarm on it. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'd go back and watch that again. <laughs> but um, I remember just like absolutely despising everyone in the movie with the exception of Kano. I remember, oh, I like that guy, but I hate everything else in this. I hate the plot. I hate the main character. The fights were decent um, and the fatalities were cool. And that, that's the only good things I think I have to say about that movie. Let's go. Good job, Shane. Now we're going to get fucking copyrighted striked on this thing. Not my fault. <laughs> really? Is that a car going by? Yeah. No, it wasn't. That was doesn't it? sound convincing at all. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Actually, a lot of my non-horror movies are documentaries. <laughs> oh, you know, I didn't even think about that. I didn't. I, didn't, I never fucking list documentaries on my IMDb. Fuck. <laughs> so, you, know, do you have any any stinkers in that list, Mike? No. I see. Like none of the movies I watch, besides uh, like three or four horror movies, are terrible. Like uh, I watched. Uh, uh, like my worst. V- rated horror movies are like sevens and sixes out of ten so like snyder's justice league i gave a seven out of ten mm-hmm. mortal Kombat, i gave a seven out of ten. Oh my god <laughs> Bob yeah, Ross, I did... did you yeah i gave mortal Kombat a seven out of ten because i go. liked it yep <laughs> uh bob ross happy accidents documentary on netflix i gave a seven out of ten Raya and the Last Dragon, for some reason I saw it in theaters with Val. I gave that a 6 out of 10, because it looked just gorgeous. And then um, Crime Scene, Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Uh, that's about the Elisa Lamb, how she... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I gave that a 6 out of 10. Those are my wow. worst non-horror. 
how about you, Shane? Any real, any bad non-horror movies you watched? I kind of avoided watching bad, well, <laughs> non-horror. Um, I kind of avoided watching, well, to be fair, I mean, I pretty much watched nothing but horror this year. I mean, there are a couple of films um, I watched on Netflix that weren't overly great. But, you know, it's like I watched them because I was fucking bored. But, mm-hmm. you know, it was, uh, <laughs> that's kind of forgettable, really, because I can't even remember what films they were. Well, why don't we go over the best non-horror, then? All right, let's do that. What do you yeah. got lined up, Mike? So, this is the other half of my list. Um, going from the worst best to the best. So uh, another documentary I watched, I think in January, was Night Stalker, The Hunt for a Serial Killer. I gave that an 8 out of 10. Uh, Bo Burnham's latest stand-up special, Inside, I gave an 8 out of 10. That is so funny. And he did it all by himself over the course of 2020, I think it was. Like, him by himself in a room with a whole bunch of cameras and such. It's great. Uh, Sophie, A Murder in West Cork. It's a documentary I think I watched... I got Netflix again. Uh, the Green Knight, I gave an 8 out of 10, too, because I really like that. Mm, yeah, I enjoyed uh, that as well. Demon Slayer Mugen Train. Not a movie I would normally watch because it's an anime, but Vale took me to a uh, showing of it, and I really ended up enjoying the hell out of it. It was, it was very interesting. It's very long, but it's like an anime-type movie. I would say go check it out. Um, Turning Point, 9-11 and the War on Terror documentary. Oh. I gave did that an you, eight out of ten. Did you watch that whole thing? Yeah, it was it was like the most in depth, interesting nine eleven documentary I have ever watched. Oh, I came home one night and Lisa was watching that by herself. I, I I think I was on a trip or something. Like I came back and she was like halfway through it and like just in tears. And I'm like, why are you doing this to yourself? <laughs> yeah, man. Like I mean, let's it's... put on Top Chef. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I watched Dune which I gave an 8 out of 10 to, which was phenomenal. And then my top non-horror movie of the year was Nobody. Nobody, okay. I heard that I, was good. I liked that a lot. That yeah, was my cousin lot. said that was awesome. So, yeah, that's my non-horror list. Wow. I think, um, actually, I will say non-horror. Um, the last film I watched at the cinema was Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I thought that was... I really enjoyed that. Because the more I think on it, the more I think back to what I watched when I was younger, if you see what I mean. You know, so, like, the last Ghostbusters movie I saw in the cinema cinema, was Ghostbusters 2 in 1989. So it was... I thought it was really cool to be able to go and see that again or to go and see Ghostbusters Afterlife, and I did enjoy that. Um, and I think out of all the non-horror movies that I've watched this year, that was probably the best one, um, because there aren't that many non-horror movies that I watch and enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, on mine, um, like, yeah, Zack Snyder's Justice League, uh, I think we talked about that for, like, 12 hours, and, uh, I liked it better than the other Justice League, so... That's a positive. I, I I was more like a six out of ten instead of a seven that Mike had. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong, I thought was just 
really dumb popcorn movie stuff. And I guess that's kind of what you want in a Godzilla versus King Kong movie. So, you know, how many complaints can you really have about that? Yeah. Um, the Suicide Squad from James Gunn, I thought was fucking hilarious. I absolutely loved it. That I was surprised that I rated that as high as I did. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should go back and watch that again. Like that, I gave that like an uh, eight. Oh but wow! I think I think it was more in line with a seven and a half. But you know, you can't do that on IMDb. But um, yeah, that was good. Reminiscence was pretty good, sort of like a noir movie with uh, Hugh Jackman. So that's that was interesting. Um, the Rocky Four Drago cut or, or whatever it's called, Rocky versus Drago, so disappointing. Like that was that's probably my next lowest rated non horror movie that I watched. Um. And that really sucks, because I was super looking forward to it. Really disappointed in that. Uh, I like The Green Knight. Um, I watched that, you know, because it, it's got, like, a couple horror elements, but I don't, it's not a horror movie. It's more like a fantasy adventure. And, like, I I loved the ending. And I know I've seen people complain online about it, but I thought it was fantastic. I loved the way it ended. It was great. Um, <laughs> like, I, I, I loved it. Oh, and all these people too. were coming out of it complaining about it. I'm like, it's a, like a fantasy movie. What do you... Yeah, yeah and it's like, a, I, apparently it's a classic Arthurian legend or something. Like, it's one of those stories. But I, I'm not familiar with it, so I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, Prisoners of the Ghostland I talked about last time. Kind of a stinker. Not that great. Um, but my favorite movie of the year I watched early in the year was Pig from uh, starring Nicolas Cage. I fucking loved that movie. And even funnier, my buddy t- uh, tagged me in a post where Barack Obama posted his top movies of the year. Oh, my God. And, and Pig was on the list. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> I immediately sent it over to Elisa because she won't watch it. She's like, I don't trust you. It's going to be some weird horror movie and they're going to like kill the pig or something and i'm like that's not what it's about and i'm like look if it's good enough for obama it's good enough for you i'm like come on (laughs) so um yeah pig is one of my favorite movies i watched this year it's got some flaws in it it's not perfect you know i'm not gonna say it's like the end all be all but it's definitely for movie for this year um i probably enjoyed that the most and got the most length out of thinking about it and stuff I think it's on Hulu now. It is. Like if, I've been, I was going to watch it, it the other day, but I, I was too tired. Yeah, it's a slow movie, too. It's not something that you're going to like. You can't put it on at, like, 1 in the morning and expect to make it through it. You're going to be done. So, yeah, that's about it for the non-horror. I'm going to go with Pig. Um, before we get actually into the 2021 stuff, I know, Mike, you probably have your IMDb list there. Was there any... Um, like not tw- like first time watches from this year that like stood out to you. Um, either either th- good or bad. I'm trying to think. Um, I don't have anything off the top of my head that I really watched this year that I was like blown away. I'm sure there were, but I just can't think right now. Yeah, yeah. So one of them. Well, just to mention, like I said, Wonder Woman eighty four. The only reason Mortal Kombat is the worst for mine for this year is because Wonder Woman came out last year. That movie was <laughs> yeah. fucking horrible. Though it probably the worst superhero movie and I've seen like a lot of superhero movies. 
So I think that says a lot. That movie was complete. Trash. I am I am gonna because uh, I oh, I can't even talk today. I did um, list all my movies out on Letterboxd. So I'm going to do that. Ooh, um, let's see. Mm, oh, Terrified. Mm-hmm. I watched that for the first time uh, this year, and that was awesome. That was like a genuinely creepy-ass movie. I was very surprised with that. Um... Let's see, the, the Creepshow Christmas special, <laughs> I watched that for the first time from last year. Um, I, I love that. Um, on the opposite side of the spectrum, uh, I watched, I rewatched House of the Devil. And I, man, that is one slow-ass movie. That's a Ty West one, right? Yes. Yeah. I just can't get into that. And I don't know how many people can... <laughs> <laughs> have such a like strong liking for that movie. Uh, Do you know what? I'm glad somebody you said that, Mike, because I couldn't fucking stand that movie. Yeah, like I see so many people like hyping it up, and I just don't get it. I thought it was real stupid, but at the same time, it's not the worst. There's some good gore in it and stuff, but you know, I was going to count that as kind of like something that stuck out to me. Uh, other than those three, I probably probably nothing else. Mm. Yeah, I watched um, The Taking of Deborah Logan for the first time, and I love that. It's a great movie. And, yeah, and I'm not I'm not a big found footage guy, and that one just, like, completely stood out. It's one of the best found footage movies I've watched. So that one I, I really liked. Good first time watch this year. Um, I also really liked Underwater with uh, uh, Kristen Stewart. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't too bad. I when I initially watched it, I thought it was okay. But as I'm looking back to it, I um I liked it more and more. Yeah. See, I still want to get that on Blu-ray, but it hasn't been released in the UK yet, and the only way I can get it is by paying over the odds for a German copy. So. Germans. Yeah. Oh, well, I I just looking back on my list. Also, uh, the Wolf House. Was that animated movie I talked about a few episodes back? Oh yeah, and uh, that stood out to me a lot. Uh, the amount of talent that went into that is just fucking nuts. I, it's I think it's still streaming on Criterion Collection, so I would really definitely go check that out. Um, also, a streaming on Criterion Collection that everybody should watch at least once in their life is called "It's Such a Beautiful Day," and it's an animated movie from 2012, and it's just. It's fantastic. I don't want to talk about it too much. Just go watch it. It's animated. It's like cartoon drawings. It's from the same guy who did the um, rejected commercials, if you've ever seen them. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And he's he's done this movie. And my it's, anus is yeah, It's one of my favorite <laughs> movies, but I introduced it to Val, and she really liked it as well. So, um, and one last one that stood out to me too was uh, "For All Mankind." It's a documentary about um, I forget who, but the, when they went to the moon. But it's a documentary and like them going to the moon, like like the every day in the life of them on the shuttle and what they were doing and such. It's extremely interesting. So also go check that out. Sweet. Yeah, I should start paying more attention to the documentaries, like. And actually tracking them because I honestly don't. It's like TV shows almost in my head. 
Like, I just sort of put them on. I, I don't, like, you know, add them on IMDb or anything, but I probably should. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's... I mean, they're longer than movies, so of course I... Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. All right, well, let's get to the meat and potatoes of this, fellas. Let's go into some 2021 shit. Do you want to do the most disappointing first? Oh, yes. Okay. Because <laughs> I only have two. Um, I got... Let me see. That one... Uh, I'm not really disappointed by that. I have one. Uh, I got two on here, yeah. All right, Shane, why don't you give us your most disappointing horror film of 2021? Halloween Kills. <laughs> That's that you're disappoint you're disappointed in it? Yeah. I okay. hated it. I hated it. Absolutely fucking hated it. See, I wouldn't say I'm disappointed because I kinda knew it was gonna be a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I I was I was so hyped up to go and see it. I was really looking forward to it. Yeah. And you know, because I love twenty the twenty eight movie. Twenty eighteen movie, sorry. Um I loved it so much, so much so I got a fucking tattoo, you know, and, you know, I was just really excited. I thought, oh, I can't wait, you know, to see this movie. And I went to the cinema and I watched it and I went with my buddy and he was kind of like, yeah, it wasn't bad. I was like, it was fucking shit. The only good thing about the movie were the kills. And for me to say that, you know, it's like the kills are far more exciting um, than the actual story. Um, and we've discussed this before, Ryan. Mm-hmm. The movie was a mess. The story made no sense. There was nothing entirely amazing about it. Um, the characters, the character development was poor at best. Um Anthony Michael Hall should not have been in that movie. Um, he, his character was just the worst. Um, he was the worst character in the entire movie. The only saving grace for it was John Carpenter's score. Um, but I hated that movie so much. And I only gave it a 5 out of 10 just for the kills. Because the rest of the movie was just fucking dire. Yeah. It was so dire. And it's funny, I was having a chat with um, um, some of the guys in the Slipknot cosplay group um, last night. And I was asking them what their favourite, what their worst and best movies were. And Sam Langford actually commented uh, and he gave me a small list of movies. Just a, just a few, but we ended up having a bit of a discussion about... Um, Halloween Kills, where he quite enjoyed it, and I was like, well, your opinion differs to what mine does. But he said, Halloween Kills, great film, always good to see Michael back, but I thought it was a little over the top in places, but at the same time, I loved it. I was like, okay, fair enough. Um, Yeah, I mean, I love the character of Michael Myers, but I fucking hated that movie so much. Um, Where I actually pointed out and said that I personally regret getting my fucking tattoo done because I love that movie. Oh, I love oh, the 28 oh. movie so much. Seeing this makes me look at my tattoo. <laughs> Why did I do that? <laughs> but no, I love my Halloween tattoo. I do. But it was just, I thought to myself, why? 
you know, what what if the the writers they've fucked it. They've completely fucked it. Um But yeah, I mean I was just so disappointed with that movie. So fucking much. Wow. So how about you, Mike? Disappointed movie. What do you got? So I got two. Uh, my first one being Antlers, which I was really looking forward to for a while. Um, I was like, cool, one to go movie. I'm, I'm down. I'm all for it. And as I said on the last episode, it was not what it's cracked up to be. Kara Russell is awful in it. She's annoying as fuck. Um, the, her fat brother, who's married to Kirsten Dunst in real life, he's annoying in it. Yeah, everybody is just annoying in that movie besides the kids like the kids actually did a great job with acting and everything but i just thought the movie was annoying there's some good practical effects in here or there the monster looked pretty neat but it was just overall very cliche very boring and it, it pissed me off more than anything um and my other most disappointing movie was probably the unholy which I was super looking forward to because I love religious horror movies. I love uh, the stories about them. I love the visuals in them all the time. And the trailer made this out to be a super cool-looking religious horror movie. Um, I kind of raised my an eyebrow and it said PG-13, but I'm like, okay, whatever. We'll, we'll get through it. But that movie was so down the middle for me. It had so much potential and it was ruined by lame jump scares a lame script but it had it did have a cool story to mm. it the cast and also the cast excellent. was yeah the cast was great it, but it just man it just really dropped the ball so yeah. those are my two disappointing ones yeah uh i had on here uh the reckoning oh um, yeah for sure neil marshall's uh movie with um what's it his girlfriend or his wife or whatever charlotte yeah. kirk and uh like again it sounds so awesome. It's, you know, sort of like a witch trial. Uh, good oh, yeah, cast. that one. Yeah, good cast. And, like, the movie is just a turd. Like, I like the idea. The trailers for it were pretty good. And I, I was really looking forward to watching it. And we watched it for this podcast. And yeah, just completely took a shit. Like, ugh. So disappointing. Um, and like you, Mike, my number one most disappointing was The Unholy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and like exact, exactly what you said. I Like word for word, it just looked so fucking cool. And I'm like, oh, I love this idea. An evil, um, you know, Mary, it's going to be fucking all super religious and going to be wacko. And it was just like boring and nothing happened. And like you said, it's not it's not like it was awful. I, I like I watched way worse movies this year, but it was so just dull and not nearly what it should have been. And I don't even mean like it doesn't need gore or whatever else, but like if it just had like a couple decent kills and actually did something or said something with the the potential it had built up and it was just crap, just boring, bland crap. So, yeah, uh, I'm with you on that one. I was also disappointed in uh, Willy's Wonderland because I'm like, yeah, Nick Cage fighting animatronic robots, but uh, it was too repetitive. Um, yeah. And I know a lot of people listed that as like one of their favorite movies this year. And me as a huge Nick Cage fan, it just didn't it didn't scratch that itch that I had. Um, 
That one. I really only like the scenes with Nick Cage in that movie. Right. The, the, when the teenagers come, and I could not give a shit. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should revisit that one. See if it see if it stands <clears throat> up. It's pretty short, so. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's a good part. Um, yeah, you'll have to excuse me, guys. I need to go for a piss. Oh, all right. <laughs> and I'm going to make a cup of tea while I'm out. Jesus Christ. Oh, I guess we're taking a break. Yeah, I guess we're taking a break. <laughs> he's like, he's running some errands. <laughs> I'm going to go do some groceries. I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> he's actually recording his other podcast right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I farted. It smells so bad. Fuck oh, yeah, dude. So stale. We went to a uh, uh, Christmas party last night. A lot of cocktails, a lot of appetizers. And then by the end of the night, I'm just sitting there just eating cheese. There's just like oh, hell a yeah, whole dude. plate of cheese, and I'm just like <laughs> tearing it apart. And uh, <laughs> we were having a discussion. Um, my buddy, he had the party catered, uh, but it wasn't like like the catering place just made a whole ton of appetizers. And he just had to like heat them in the oven, you know. Mm-hmm. So he was he spent the entire night like heating up food, and he's like, "Why am I doing this? This is the same as cooking. I have to like stand over the oven and keep handing stuff out." So at the end of the night, like whatever was left over is just sitting there cold, and he had like a whole bunch of chicken tenders. So me and a couple other guys are just eating chicken tendies, like slamming them into the barbecue sauce, and we had this discussion. We're like. I know this barbecue sauce. We like we determined like it's not Sweet Baby Ray's, but it's definitely like Casey Masterpiece or like Bullseye. It's like a name brand barbecue sauce. And we're all like t- tasting the barbecue sauce as if it's some type of like, you know, uh, a fancy liquor or like a fancy beer. We're like, oh, I could taste notes of like hickory in it. <laughs> oh my god, that's like the manliest, nerdiest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> We're trying to identify it. We're like, go out to the store. Go get some Casey Masterpiece. <laughs> Let me see if I get something else on here I could talk about while Shane's gone. Oh, I, that <laughs> I'll just bring this up because, you know, it's it's on here. Why not? Um, I watched that New Mutants movie. Oh, God. So that's, that's not a horror movie, really, but there is, like, horror stuff in it. And, man, that's a pile of shit, too. Again, I don't think that's 2021. No, because uh, New Mutants, that's the, the Marvel one, right? Yeah, it was the last Fox, like, X-Men movie. Yeah. Um, I've Val actually... and I saw that in theaters, and I talked about it on here. It was fucking awful. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, the acting is so bad. Everything was bad in it. And it's funny, because you could see where they wanted to go. Like, he wanted to do, like, a horror movie. And they're just like, no, no, you cannot do a horror movie. So that was a big pile of turd. It looked like it had zero budget. Yeah. Besides, like, the the CGI, but, like, it took place in, like, one location the whole time. It was real weird. Yeah, it's supposed to be, like, an insane asylum or something, but there's only five people in the whole movie. (laughs) Exactly. What? (laughs) How is there only one person working in this asylum where you have, like, a ton of, like, super-powered mutants, teenage mutants or whatever? And it's, like, literally just one lady there. Yep. It's such a dumb... Like, nobody looked at that and goes, wait a second. This is stupid. 
what was catching me off guard were all the movies that were made in like 2019, 2020, but didn't get release date until this year. Yeah, yeah. So I like I have what so, one of mine uh, that I wanted to talk about. Actually, well, oh, oh, Shane's not coming back. Like Psycho Gorman is exactly that. Oh, Shane's back. Oh, I didn't know he was back. Yeah, I you gotta say something. You can't sneak up us on us like that. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Psycho Gorman. I thought it was funny. Yeah, but like you were right, saying, let's... like I don't know if that was 2020 or 2021. Like it came to Shutter on t- in 2021, and that was like I think it was this year. I think that was, I think. Well, Psycho if you go Gorman to IMDb did... and you scroll all the way down, it'll tell you when it was released in the United States. Well, there's two United States releases listed. One is the internet release, and the other one is, like, it premiered at some horror convention somewhere. Well, I don't think they... I think when it's, like, distributed in the U.S., it goes off of... That's weird it has two, though. Yeah, that's what I said. So, I put it on my list. I mean, it's it's neither great nor awful. It's... I enjoyed it. I liked it. It was super gory, and, uh... The kids were kind of annoying, but it was a really fun watch. I I love that it was just like an episode of Power Rangers. Like, yeah, that's what yeah. I thought the entire time watching it. Yeah, the girl really got on my nerves. Yeah, she got annoying. I loved her. I thought she was one of the best parts of the movie. But we'll talk about it when we... Are, are we talking about it now? Let's talk about it right now. Why not? I mean, I don't have that as like my best or worst. It's oh, just... see, that's one of my best. Oh, okay. I mean, I liked it. Uh, what did I give it? I think I gave it like a six or seven. I gave it a seven. Well, you want to talk about the worst ones first? That's how oh, we do. First. Yeah, let's talk that about part. some bad movies. I definitely want to go into that. Oh my god, I almost forgot to do this. You start off, Mike. I gotta go find my notes for a movie I forgot to pull in. <laughs> okay, well, I've got. Uh, I watched a, a actually a surprising amount of 2021 horror movies. Uh, this year, many of them we've already talked about on the podcast, uh, but my worst rated ones, uh, I'll go from the, the fours to the fives, and I'll talk about the rest uh, when we get to it. But uh, my my absolute worst movie that I watched this year, even though it has the same rating as some other ones, was Army of the Dead. Wow. That see, movie, can, that see, movie could, I, I liked Army of the Dead. I that movie was... can fuck all off. I'm so <laughs> done with it. I, I think the movie's a huge ripoff. Um, there's so many, like, quote-unquote homage scenes where it was, at that point, you're ripping off other movies because you had zero ideas. Um, that movie was fucking garbage, and he needs to stop whatever he's doing to expand that universe because that's also going to suck. Um. I also watched a movie called Seance, which was on either Netflix or Hulu. And that was about a girl coming to a dorm uh, because she wanted to find out who killed her friend. That was okay, but there was a lot of scenes that just didn't make any sense, and I ultimately gave that a four. Uh, the yeah. Conjuring, The Conjuring, The Devil Ugh. Made Me Do It, was a huge ball of crap. That movie sucked. It was surprisingly bad because Conjuring 2, I loved. I thought it's it's so weird, the contrast of Conjuring 2 to this. Conjuring 2 had great creepy scenes and Conjuring 3 had superheroes. <laughs> and where is the relation? You, It's so dumb. It was so, uh, I, I hated it. 
Um, uh, another movie I gave a four out of ten to was The Sound of Violence, which had a good premise, but the characters were terrible. <coughs> um, the Reckoning I also gave a four out of ten as well. Um, the Forever Purge I gave a five out of ten, even though it's not like strictly a horror movie, but it kind of is. Yeah, why not? Uh, I just thought it. Yeah, I just thought it wasn't too interesting. Um, it, of course, I watched a bootleg of it, so maybe that has something to do with my my rating. But I just didn't find it interesting. I thought the character sucked. There, it was too on the nose with the political aspects of things. I was just, it was so overly exaggerated and annoying, and I just didn't care for it. The whole point of the purge was that there's a certain time limit to do these things, and when you get rid of that time limit, it's just a bunch of non-interesting people running around killing each other. And it just it took the only good thing about the movie and they took it away. And my only other two movies I gave five out of tens to was <laughs> Antlers was Antlers and The Unholy. So those are my like worst movies of the year. But none of them I like Army of the Dead was fucking awful. Got him. Got him. <laughs> How about you, Shane? What was uh what was some of your worst movies in twenty twenty one? My worst movie of 2021, I've already said, and that was right. Halloween Kills. Um, I'm not going to go into that anymore, because I'd rather forget that movie. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think. I mean, there's, I've seen... Oh, actually, I've seen a few stinkers over the last few days. Um, for some reason, I watched the remake of The Grudge. It was on Netflix. I was that bored. I needed something to watch. so fucking awful. And I sat there and I, I, I gave a, a a short review to a friend of mine last night when I was watching it. And I um, basically just said to him that um, it was uh, watching the remake of The Grudge on Netflix. This film was boring as shit. There's still an hour left. There's still an no, hour it's left. It's very dull. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Jump scares are predictable. Payoff isn't that good. Um, a woman just threw herself off the fifth floor of a hospital stairwell and went splat. That is the most exciting part in the movie so far, and there's still 18 minutes left. And um, then we, me and my buddy got talking about um, throwing somebody... Well, he thought... I, I said that somebody had thrown themselves off the top balcony in my block of flats... And I said, unfortunately, they wouldn't fit because the bars are too small or the gap is too thin in the stairwell. And um, I basically just said, this movie, I will never get those 90 minutes back. So, yeah, the grudge. Um, and I was watching the Horror Channel the other night, and I know I swore I would never, ever watch the remake of this. But the remake of Let the Right One In was on. You know, the Let Me In which was mm-hmm. Hammer's Return to Horror. Um, and that was shit. I don't know if I ever watched that. I know I've watched the original. Yeah, I skipped that one too. I love the original. Let the Right One In is one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen. The cinematography in it is amazing. Yep. And the story is is beautifully done. You know, it's... I mean, I've got the book, and the book is amazing. Um, except for um, Ely's um, 
bodyguard, or I say bodyguard, the her her um, suitor in the book as a paedophile, and they completely miss all that out in the film. But um, which is probably a good thing, actually. But the film itself, it's uh, Chloe Grace, Chloe Grace Monette, Moret, whatever her name is. She's in it, and uh, she wasn't even that good. And I was sorely disappointed with that movie. Um, I was just, I was just like, is it finished? Oh, good. Yeah. And then that was it. Well, my list of uh, 2021, some of the ones I did not like, uh, I already mentioned The Reckoning and uh, Willy's Wonderland. Uh, got them both on there. Like Mike said, Conjuring 3, just, <laughs> my notes on here, I gave that a 4 out of 10, and I got super-powered Warrens. I honestly do not remember a single creepy <laughs> part other than the intro. The good stuff was, there's a lot of the Connecticut references. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> they mentioned towns in Connecticut. Yes. <laughs> what a horror. I literally can't remember anything in that movie except for Ed Warren, like, smashing uh, a, a, a concrete slab <laughs> like the end of the movie. Yeah, me too. I'm the same way, man. I don't know anything else about that movie. I don't know what that says about it. Um, so what I mentioned briefly last week, but I want to cover now, is I watched this one called Great White. Uh, this is, it's available on Shudder, directed by Martin Wilson, uh, an Australian guy, stars Katrina Bowden, who is also in Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, and Piranha 3 Double D. Um, it's about a couple that takes one last, uh, tour, they're like, they're like, they do, uh, uh, chartering for, for like, a a little, um, what do you call it? An airplane that goes on the water. <laughs> like a seaplane. Uh, yeah, they no they do chartering on their seaplane, and they take like rich, um, you know, vacationers around the islands around Australia. So um, the the background is the pilot uh, Katrina's husband or boyfriend or whatever in the past had been attacked by a shark, and he's got like a big scar on his leg. And uh, they go to this fancy island, but they come across a dead body from a shark attack that was shown as like the opening of the movie. And they're like, oh, we got the the girl is still missing, and the boat is gone. We got to go find the boat. So they go off and they they find the boat shipwrecked near a coral reef, and uh, they send some guy out, the partner of this couple who like also runs the tourism thing. Uh, he goes out to the overturned boat, and it's a scene directly ripped off from Jaws, the scene where they find Ben Gardner's body. Like the guy goes under the boat, and then like the dead body of the girl comes shooting down with like a jump scare. And you're like, what the fuck? This is the same scene from Jaws. So he escapes. They go onto the seaplane and in a scene directly ripped from Jaws two, the shark jumps up and bites the pontoon of the seaplane and like sinks the plane. I'm like, what the fuck? So they get onto a raft and the majority of the movie takes place on this raft. It's an inflatable raft. They head on the plane. And they're like just out to sea and the sharks are follow or the shark is following them. And, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to survive. Um, and one by one, like the five characters that are on this raft get picked off and it is just, it's not horrible. Like I've seen worse shark movies, but those are on the sci-fi channel. And this is 
on par with those, which is not good. Like, the CGI is awful. I won't say the acting is horrible, but it's not great. Um, there's some really hilarious scenes. There's one in particular that I, I rewound and watched it twice because I laughed so hard. <laughs> They're in this big inflatable raft, right? And at one point, the shark dives down and then comes up and hits the back of the raft and catapults all the people off. <laughs> oh, and the sharks <laughs> roar in this so loud. They're like, roar! <laughs> it's coming out of the water. Oh, I was in tears watching this thing. Oh, my God. And then, uh, what? Wait a second. <laughs> I don't see why they wouldn't. <laughs> According to Jaws 4, they do, so... No, I do, I do not wow. believe sharks roar. I don't think that that's what happens. Um, there's so there's another point in the movie where they're like gathering all the supplies on the raft, and they're like, "All right, what do we got? Okay, we got some flashlights, and we've got like a first aid kit." <clears throat> and the guy pulls out this knife, and it's like a three inch knife. And he goes, "If I could jump into the water, I might be able to stab the shark right in the brain." And I'm like, "You're gonna fight a shark <laughs> with like a pen knife?" But he was completely serious. Uh, it was like they could have gotten like a big badass <laughs> Rambo knife, but they're like, no, we're gonna go with like this tiny little knife. Um, it was uh, I I was laughing for the wrong reasons, basically. Um, so there is one part of the, mo- the movie that I don't like, and I'm gonna complain about it. And it's a similar thing that happens in the Reckoning. So like the pretty blonde lady, right, who's the lead. They're stuck on this raft for, I don't know how many days, days and days out in the open sea in Australia. And the, the sun is just beating down on them. <clears throat> and one of the one of the women who's on the raft is like this like Asian lady. And at the towards the end of the movie, she is sunburnt to a fucking crisp, like makeup effects. She's got <laughs> like her skin's peeling off like she looks hor like, you know what I mean? Like just, you know. Like, a good idea. Like, oh, that's good. She's, like, getting the shit kicked out of her by the sun. Uh, The pretty blonde lady, she's got the most perfect tan you've ever seen in your life at this point. And I'm like, come on. You can't, like, put blisters on her face. Like, (laughs) you're going to make up up the other other girl, but you're not going to do this one. Like, you have them next to each other. And one is just, like, Freddy (laughs) Krueger. And the other one looks like she just came out of the makeup chair. Um... But yeah, it was bad. It wasn't horrible. Uh, if you're looking for a shark movie, I guess there's worse ways to spend your time. I, I gave it a 5 out of 10, kind of middle of the road, but that's more in terms of, like, for a shark movie, it's a 5 out of 10. For a regular movie, it's probably way, way lower. So, um, yeah, that was that was a bad one. Um, uh, <laughs> I also watched uh, Baby Oopsie. I think I mentioned this. Um, it's a 2021 yeah. movie streaming on Full Moon Services. And it, it's rough, man. It's a, it's a rough one to watch. It's super, super low budget, uh, bad special effects, really vulgar, basically just a full moon movie. And, um, it's weird that it's it's in like two parts. Like this is the thing full moon does where they split their movies in half and they get two releases out of them, I guess. I don't know. Um, but it was not good. Um, I don't recommend that. That one I gave a 4 out of 10. Uh, I had Army of the Dead I didn't like. That had a 5 out of 10 on it. Um, What else did I have on here that I didn't like? 
that's all I really want to talk about for those ones. Oh, uh, Prisoners of the Ghostland. Again, it's not really a horror movie, but, you know, it's on there. Um, but my least favorite, lowest rated movie of 2021 was Halloween Kills with a st- staggering lo- staggeringly Ooh. low 3 out of 10. <laughs> I fucking let it... <laughs> I, like, it's amazing that this movie just proves that you could have a worse Halloween movie than Resurrection. It's it's incredible. You know what? I take pride in the fact that we slated the fuck out of that movie. Yeah, I mean, it. a lot of people I like it did. or defend it. I don't I know. T- I hated the movie. Yeah. I had one tingle when we, uh, when we, uh, yeah. That movie I mean, does it deserve a three out of ten? Probably not, but I don't know. It was really bad, and for a major, major release to be, and it was worked on for like three years. They delayed it like a whole year, and it was still a huge pile of shit. Just no good. Yeah, absolutely no good. I I'm, I really am <clears throat> not looking forward to Halloween ends. It's kind of predictable, you know, I mean, predicting what will happen, Michael Myers and Laurie Strode, well, either both or Laurie Strode will die at the end of the film. I, Let's face it. I honestly hope they happen. make it worse. I want to see a worse movie. I want to see how far people will go to defend it. <laughs> I No, what I would really like to see is something considerably better than the piece of shit that, that came out this year. I don't want a better one. Because <laughs> if it's better, it's not going to be that. You're right. Better. It'll be moderately yeah. better. Yeah. Like if they if they make a movie on par with a 2018 one, I'll be disappointed. I want it to just be awful. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, should we go into our yeah? Best let's talk about some actually good movies <laughs> that we watched this year that came out this year. Um, what right. do you got, Shane? Well, Oh, I was going to say, I actually agree with you. Underwater. I love that. Unfortunately, that was last year. Yeah, that was 20. For fuck's sakes. I swear I watched that earlier this year. It was beginning of this year. But, yeah, anyway. Underwater, so fuck that. Um, No, I really enjoyed that. Uh, Best movies, horror-wise, this year. Uh... A Quiet Place 2, because I loved A Quiet Place. I thought it was really well done. It was unique. It was interesting. Great story. And what I loved about this one was that it acted as a prologue and a sequel. So you got to see what happened in the movie um, when the creatures landed. Um and it told that story, and then it skips ahead and like present day and stuff. And I just really, really enjoyed the story. And I also enjoyed the fact that <clears throat> it focused on the daughter in the film. So it took away from like Emily Blunt and her son or the two kids. But I really loved the fact that it focused on her and her hearing difficulties and the perils that she had to go through. And I also love the fact that they introduced Killian Murphy in the film as well. Um, I thought he was brilliant. 
in the film itself. But I really loved A Quiet Place 2. I think that was definitely one of my top picks of the year. Um, as far as other movies go, I haven't really watched a great deal of like new stuff because I was just watching old school stuff all this year. But of the most of the newest movies that I watched, I really loved Quiet Place too. There you go. What about you, Mike? What are some good ones you watched? Um, so the rest of my list. Uh, so I'm gonna start with the sixes yeah. out of tens. Uh, Dawn of the Beast was a cool like Sasquatch uh, Bigfoot movie, which shouldn't have been good at all. It was a random watch on Tubi. And I was completely ready to give this like a two out of ten, but this movie Wait, wasn't that, bad. I may have seen <laughs> um, this one. Is that the what? Is that the one where they're they're off searching for like the there's like a guy looking for his sister or something that disappears at the beginning? Yes, sorta. I think they're like it was like his girlfriend got disappeared got disappeared jesus um she she disappeared earlier in the movie they were at like a cabin uh with a group of people in the cabin that they meet right okay i think i did yes. see this one i think i did you watch this how did wow. i see this one i, I don't want to I, I don't mean to spoil the whole I thing but i remember the ending and is it uh i don't know it's what was the ending to spoil it <laughs> maybe this is a different movie wait what was the uh, name of the game i'm gonna look it up before i Dawn of the Beast. Dawn of I the Beast. To this. I think. Dawn of the Beast, 2021. Oh, I don't know. Graduate students, when they borrow early for Legendary Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, no, I did not see this one. Okay, nope. Okay. Okay, well, I mean, I would recommend it. I'm not going to say, how, like, it's some great movie, but I did give it a 6 out of 10. It was entertaining. There were some creepy moments where, like, they put the Sasquatch or Bigfoot in the, um, and I'm going to say or because they do differentiate between the two in the movie. So uh, there's like beady eyes coming out of the dark woods, which is really cool. There were some cool like scenes in it. It wasn't bad. Um, Malignant, mm -hmm. I gave a six out of ten to. Uh, I just watched Paranormal Activity next to Ken last night. And I got to say, it's way better than Ghost Dimension. Uh, so if you're on the fence about the newest Paranormal Activity movie, I would watch it. <coughs> it, it does nothing new. You're not going to watch this movie and be like, wow, I've never seen that before. Everything that's in this movie, you have seen before. Um, it does not break the mold. But for what it is, it's actually pretty good. Um, there are uh, the acting in it. It's overwhelmingly good. Like, I don't know why it's good, but it's it's. It's very entertaining. They they really show emotion into it. Uh, there are some creepy scenes towards the end. Um, they do break the um, the whole found footage thing for a couple scenes, which I really appreciated. Uh, and then it goes back to it. But yeah, paranormal paranormal activity next of kin. It's streaming Paramount Plus. Watch that. Uh, Willie's Wonderland. Six out of ten. I gave it. Uh, Coming Home in the Dark, I watched on Netflix. That wasn't bad. It was 6 out of 10. I wanted to know more of the backstory of what the hell they were talking about. And you'll know if you watch it. Um, 
uh, Slacks is on Hulu. It's about a pair of jeans that gets possessed and it starts killing people I in a my, my department store. <laughs> it's not the it's not the best movie. Also, a six out of ten. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I watched Candyman remake last night Oof. at one in the morning. Yeah. Um, I was flirting between wow. a six and seven out of ten for this. I actually I actually really liked mm. it, and I hated the original because I thought the story was awesome in this. Uh, I don't know if many people agree with me, but I just thought it was very interesting. Um, I like how it was a sequel to the original, how they like, I thought it was just a remake, but then they make it a sequel and I really appreciated that. Uh, so yeah, six or seven out of 10 for that, uh, quiet place part two. I also watched yesterday. Uh, I gave that a seven out of 10. I like that way more than the original. I thought the original is fucking super overhyped. Uh, Quiet Place Part 2, way better than the first. Um, Wrong Turn remake, I gave a 7 out of 10 to as well. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, it was it was a little long, but I really liked it. Yeah, if I remember correctly, because we talked about that on the yeah. podcast, we all really liked that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Fear Street 1994 and Fear Street 1666, they both gave a 7 out of 10 to. Uh, yeah. I really like those. We talked about those. Uh, VHS 94, I give 7 out of 10 to. Uh, Shadow in the Cloud with Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz. It came out January 1st in the U.S., so I'm putting it on here. Um, it was... No. It's a, did you guys hear about this one? So it's Chloe... CGM. She is uh, in like a... She's like a World War II... Uh, pilot and like the first like 30 minutes of the movie is just her in a gunner section of a plane and there's a goblin on the side of the plane trying to get in and it's it's I thought this movie was very entertaining the first like 30 minutes you just see her and you just hear the voices of the people other people in the plane and it's a little heavy handed with the like pro like you know, pro woman, this, that type of thing. And I'm like, okay, it's cool. Like I, I get it, but you know, it's, it's very entertaining besides that. Um, fear street, 1978, I gave an eight out of 10 to, uh, psycho Gorman was eight out of 10. And I don't know if this counts, but my top rated thing of this year was uh, midnight mass, which I gave a nine out of 10 to. Yeah, that was superb. So, Nice. Um, yeah, to sort of go on some of the ones that you, uh, you had mentioned, um, wrong turn remake. Uh, I liked that a lot. I thought that actually probably (laughs) was maybe better than the original. Um, and I like the, I like the changes that they did, you know, it's, uh, it's good to move in a different direction sometimes. And I think that's how you should do a reboot, like just completely different. Take the idea. Yeah, you're in the woods, but now it's a completely different scenario. Um, the Fear Street movies, I didn't really separate them because in my head I have difficulty with that. So like <laughs> all together, I think I was between like a, a six and a seven on all of them. So uh, I, I remember liking part one the best. I know you said you liked two. Um, Malignant, I gave that a seven. Uh, I loved that it was batshit crazy, and the, the the fact that they made like a moderately high budget basket case movie is fucking awesome. 
Um, and I, uh, I kind of want to go back to that and watch it again. So, uh, Malignant was great. Uh, yeah, like you said, VHS 94, I really liked some of those segments and it was so much better than the third VHS movie. Um, stuff like the rat man is hilarious. And, uh, I don't know. Like I just, I keep thinking (laughs) about like the stories in that movie and it makes me laugh. Um, I think if they cut down on that, um, the robot one, uh, which one, I can't remember the name of the actual title. It's like uh, the Cyborg Enhancement one. That one was a little bit too long and a little bit too slick. Should have been a little dirtier and grimier. But like the the vampire one was so good. So fucking good. Um, yeah, I really like that movie. Uh, what else did I have? Oh, Jacob's Wife. Did you watch this one? So it's on Shudder. No. Uh, Barbara Crampton. It is absolutely awesome. Uh, I gave that like a high seven out of ten. I really liked it, and I was uh, I was like shocked. I'm like, oh, this is just gonna be kind of dumb. But like, I had it on my list. Like, oh, okay, I'll, uh, I guess I'll just you know go in and give it a shot. And Barbara Crampton is so good in it, and she has a nude scene. Mike, I'm like, yes, she's still doing nude scenes. Really incredible. Uh, and Larry Fessenden is in it. He is, oh you know, God. he's like a horror legend to himself. Um, so the two of them working together is pretty funny. Uh, they do a good job as husband and wife in this. And uh, it's entertaining, man. It's like it moves so quick. It doesn't drag at all. Like it just a constant pace. The special effects are surprisingly gory. Uh, there's a couple scenes that I'm like, Oh my god, it's gonna be a vampire movie. Like, oh, he's gonna bite their necks, and there's just like full decapitations and like splitting people in half and just blood everywhere, and you're like, holy shit. Um so it's it's really good. And I like the uh um the makeup design of um like the head vampire, the master. Uh it actually looks pretty fucking cool. Sort of like a more like a Nosferatu type makeup, you know? Um, so yeah, that one was a surprise and, uh, and I liked seeing that come across. Um, we sort of talked about the green Knight, but I'm, that's not really horror at all. Uh, like you said, psycho Gorman, I enjoyed it. That was pretty fun. That one, uh, what I have on there, I said a high six. Um, but, 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 I think that's about it for like really good ones, but my favorite horror movie of the year, we talked about it last week, last night in Soho. Um, I still got to watch that. Uh, just yes, I'm... absolutely blown away on it. Not only is it a great horror movie, but it's a great movie. Just all around. One of my definite favorites of the year. Um, and uh, yeah, I, this is another one that I need to revisit just because I feel like I probably missed some stuff that, that he probably peppered in throughout the movie. And like now knowing where the movie goes, I want to go back and see if I could pick up on other stuff that's in it. Um, really great, awesome, awesome time watching that. So what's cool that I, I just kind of noticed about my list is there was a lot of movies on here that had like women as main characters that I really loved. And that's not something I usually see a lot in movies nowadays. You're so progressive, Mike. Wait, what? I said you're so progressive. Oh, I don't know. It's just, you know, it just came to me. So like. You know, Antlers had Carrie Russell. The Reckoning had Neil Marshall's uh, wife in it. Paranormal Activity, uh, Slacks, um, <laughs> Quiet Place Part Two, uh, the Fear Street movies, 
Shadow in the Cloud, like Psycho Gorman, like all these movies I watch, the main characters are 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 women, and that's I think that's pretty awesome because baby you oopsie. don't see them. Yeah, baby oopsie, you know. <laughs> uh, I just think it's cool. Maybe you guys are just sexist pieces of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Was there a female character in Army of the Dead? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, there were several. Oh, I remember the helicopter pilot. Her I liked. Yeah. It was, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because her character got changed over because the original guy was charged with um, Being child porn offenses. Yeah, he's also an unfunny fucking moron. <laughs> I, I hate that fucking, the fucking comedian. is so fucking annoying. Chris Adelia... Laughs at every joke of his own. I'm glad he got replaced. That guy sucks. He's an unfunny asshole. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything. He's fucking annoying. And I don't really like him. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that's not, a, not too bad. I mean, how would you guys compare this year to other years? It seems like there's way less movies. I mean, especially being released in theaters and stuff um, from studios. So I, I don't know if we just had less to cover or, I mean, there was a lot of direct to uh, streaming. Um, you think we're going to see more of that in 2022? Uh, yeah, I think the COVID thing is going to have a little bit of a lasting effect. I think we're not going to get some like back to normal movies until like 23 or 24. Um, there wasn't many movies I absolutely hated. This year, but there wasn't a lot of movies I, I loved. Like Midnight Mass was a show, <laughs> you know. Um, but I really did like Psycho Gorman, Fear Street, seventy eight, and Shadow in the Cloud a lot. Um, there, but there wasn't anything that like you know was absolutely stunning. I think the the whole COVID thing is really hitting hard. Yeah, I'm hoping we get some more. More theater type movies to yeah. watch bigger budget horror. I don't know. Um, I say that as I complain all the time about having to go to the movies. Like I don't want to go out anymore. <laughs> it's just been you know even with the limited capacity type thing, you know people are still talking in the theaters and there was a few that I really wanted to catch that I didn't. I really wanted to see Lamb. Mm -hmm. Um. Because that was an A24 movie about, like, a lamb-human hybrid. As soon as I saw that trailer, I am like, I am on board. But then Val and I got too busy, and we never went to go see it. Um, yeah, I just, I want there to be more weird, out-of-the-box horror movies next year. You know, as much as I, I didn't care for, like, I thought it was okay, but Slacks is about, a, like, a demonic pair of jeans yeah. killing people. Like, come on, I want more of that. Shadow in the Cloud, about CGM, uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, like, in a, a, a fighter pilot area. And she's just, she's battling around, like, all these super sexist, like, World War II guys and a goblin hanging off the side killing people. Like, it's fucking awesome. Um... It's just cool. I just want there to be more weird, out-of-the-box stuff, even if it's not big budget. Yeah. I'm always down for weird shit like that. I think Shudder has been releasing so many. Like, if you go look at um, all the 2021 movies on Shudder, there's a ton of them. 
Like I, yeah. I added a bunch to my uh, to my watch list just so we could sort of go through some of them. That's how I got like Psycho Gorman and um, um, uh, Jacob's wife. And there's like a bunch on there that I, I wanted to get to, but I just didn't have the time. Um, I think we're gonna see more from them like that. Like a lot of these horror movies that in the past would either be direct to video or gonna be straight to streaming. You know. And they end up yeah. staying on Shutter for like four or five months till they uh, get a Blu-ray release. So it's kind of a good idea, you know. You can get exposed to stuff like that. Um, there is one I wanted to see. I, I meant I try I was going to try to get it in. It's another full moon movie. I don't know how bad it's going to be, but it's like it appears to be a sequel to the Blind Dead films from the nineteen seventies. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why would you? Why would you make that? Like now, it's it sounds crazy, but I was like, oh, I kind of want to watch that. Um, yeah, anything that's different, I think. Uh, less remakes would be good, but we know we're getting Train to Busan remake and yeah. a bunch of other crap like that. So stuff like that, I have way less interest in. But yeah, I'm kind of shocked you liked Candyman as much as you did, because I know you said you didn't like the first. I I was shocked too. I was watching it last night, and I really dug. Uh, everybody involved. I really dug the acting. The story was fucking awesome. The fact that it was a sequel really held on. I, I, I just, I really don't know why I liked it so much. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was between watching that and Psycho Gorman, and I went with Psycho Gorman. Psycho Gorman, I loved. Like, like you said, it was like a Power Rangers <laughs> movie when the the monster was hitting other monsters. Like the sparks would fly out sometimes. <laughs> like, what the hell am I watching? I was waiting for the um, Power Rangers guitar solo to kick in. <laughs> it did. <laughs> I thought it did for a second. There was a part where I swear to God, it sounds just like the Power Rangers thing. I, I noticed one thing. I have not confirmed this yet. This is. I didn't look it up. I don't know if it actually happens. But when he there's a scene where Psycho Gorman is fighting like all those guys in the woods, mm-hmm. and and one of the guys is like a big tub with like, it like full full of body parts, yeah. And he punches it in the glass, and I swear to God, I think it's Rich Evans screaming, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it's so, oh my god! It sounded just like him. I'm like, was that Rich Evans? I haven't looked it up. I don't know. I gotta go back to that. I like. I want to go to that one scene just so I can hear it again. The, the the practical effects in that movie and the costumes were a blast. Yeah. I think just for that alone, I gave it like an eight out of ten. Sure, oh. and I was avoiding that because of the kids. And I was like, this movie is going to be a typical kids horror movie. I'm not going to be into it. And I really ended up loving it. I thought it was great. <laughs> and I love the oh my god! I don't want oh fuck. I'm sorry. I got to spoil this. So like, go ahead like a minute. But that ending. Where he like looks at the girl, he gives her a nod, and then just starts destroying the world. I was <laughs> dying. I was laughing so hard. He's like a giant, like t- terrorizing cities and everything. Yeah, I love. He's like yeah. the, the the real power is love, <laughs> and it was in us the whole time. And then cuts to the kid. The the brother's like, what? <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, that was funny. That was a good watch. But I, I was so I, I was getting my car service yesterday, and I'm sitting in the waiting room of the, of this dealership, and I'm watching Psycho Gorman on my tablet. And there's like, there, um, 
there's a salesperson, you know, where it's, it's like in a big glass room and there's a salesperson like right behind me where his desk is. I'm like, oh my God, I hope someone comes in to buy a car and they see me watching this, like heads exploding and shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, that uh, about wraps up the year, I think. Shane, you got any other input? Are you looking forward to anything coming out next year? Um, I haven't really got any more uh, input, to be, to be quite honest. I've, I don't think there's anything I'm excited about next year. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Yeah, the only thing I can think of... <laughs> I saw the trailer this week. I probably should have posted it on here. I don't know if you guys watch this. The trailer for The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Oh my god. It's another Nicolas Cage hard-on for me. But, um... <laughs> Nicolas Cage plays Nick Cage. <laughs> and he's he plays himself as, like, a rundown dickhead actor. It's got, like, Pedro Pascal, Neil Patrick Harris, Ike Barinholtz. Like, this is a great cast. It looks so, It's not a horror movie or anything at all. It's just pure comedy, I think. Um, but it looks hilarious, and I absolutely want to watch this. I love the line in it. He's like, no, I have not seen The Croods. I'm a 34, I'm a 38-year-old man. I've seen fucking Con Air and The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> the Croods. <laughs> Um, did anybody uh, get any comments? Oh yeah, oh, I, I have them written down. I didn't. I got. I got them. <laughs> it's a good call. Shane. The thing is, I, I posted a video last night, and it's quite funny actually because I didn't see Mike's post until after I put my post up. So um, I never got any comments. <laughs> okay, so I got some on here uh, from the various places. I don't. I didn't list where they were from. But uh, Max uh, Philippe Rudd says Halloween Kills sucked. Um, so I agree. Uh, Timothy I Patrick Timothy Patrick Shaw what? says uh, Titane. T- how do you say that? Titane? Titane? Sure. Titane and Nighthouse uh, were my favorites. Candyman wasn't the worst, but probably the biggest disappointment. Um, the movie kind of unravels in the last half, he says. Uh, Killa Cubano says, my dick is still hard after Fat Man and Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. Uh, shot out to the naughty cut of Krampus and Joe Bob's picture Gator Bait last night. Never seen it before, but I loved it. Uh, Fat Man, I think, came out last year. I remember watching that. Yeah, like. it did. But still an entertaining movie, to say the least. And Saturn Goth oh. says, in reference to our previous episode, she said, I just listened to the episode and really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you for covering last night in Soho. Enjoyed it for various reasons as I'm both a horror fan and was previously a fashion design student. One of my best horror films of 2021, along with Willie's Wonderland. So, um, I had Ian Brown actually DM me on um, Instagram and he, t- he said um, he watched a lot of films on Shutter this year. Can't remember the names, but the worst one he definitely he would definitely say was Paintball Massacre. I've not even heard <laughs> of that movie. And he said it was kind of like the it was kind of akin to um the gore scenes were akin to a CBB's um episode. A what episode? CBB's is a children's TV channel in the UK. Ah. Yeah. I asked uh one of my buddies last night 
uh, Nate Stankowitz. That's his name. And, you know, that's what he was born with. So, Ryan, your little snicker. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to tell him to go to this section of the, the podcast. Um, his, uh, <laughs> his worst movies were Conjuring and Army of the Dead. And his best movies was Psycho Gorman and Come True. Come True? What's that? I don't know. Come True. I'm looking this up. Come True. Uh, teenage Runaway takes part in a sleep study that becomes nightmarish descent into the depths of her mind and a frightening examination of the power of dreams. I'm down. All right. Um, on my Instagram post, I know you uh, sniped it. <laughs> you did. Did you say uh, Queso Diablo? No. 59? Did you hear his? No, I did not see his. I want to hear that though. Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's Connor Blackman. Um, you're not going to be surprised, but his comment was the Deep House is one of my favorites this year. Godzilla vs. Kong was dope, as was Psycho Gorman, and we got some good Nick Cage pig and Willy's Wonderland. I liked the new VHS as well. One as well. Mortal Kombat, Prisoners of the Ghostland, and Plagiarism were disappointing. Hmm. Zombies <laughs> Zombies from Sector 9 was awesome in the indie front, but I think that was a 2020 movie. Amityville Vibrator and Feaster Sunday were both great, too. Amityville Vibrator. <laughs> Oh, there's a special edition Blu-ray coming out for Amityville Vibrator. Really? Oh, yeah. Does it come out with the Vibrator? Uh, I don't know. He should do that. I know he was selling props at one point. He had a whole... Where is... Where can you pre-order that? Uh, I don't know if he has it up yet. Um... Let me see. Because he just... I don't regret typing this in. Amityville Vibrator. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I could find him on here. Nathan Rumler. Let's see. Ba 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 ba. Amityville Vibrator is streaming now on Troma's streaming service. <laughs> it's out of stock on Diabolic DVD. Let's see. I just saw him post it. Where the hell was it? Amityville Vibrator DVD limited edition of 666 made. Yeah. I've got one of those. Uh, oh, I'm not seeing it. He he posted a picture. The Blu-rays had come in, but he didn't have them up for sale yet. Or maybe it was like a sample Blu-ray or something. I know it's like an extended cut or something he was working on. Nathan Rumler. Well, it's in there somewhere. I'll have to go look. Oh my god, and some guy of all of his Amityville movies that he owns. Including oh my Amityville god. Vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, there's so many. <laughs> I almost watched. I came so close to watching Amityville Bigfoot. But I didn't do it. Oh, what's that one? Uh, uh, Amityville that's coming Karen? Out. Amityville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw the picture of that the other day and I thought, oh my fucking god, that's going to be so Yeah, fun. that's being released by uh, Sub Rosa Studios, SRS. <laughs> and... <laughs> and knowing the quality of all the movies they release, it's going to be top notch. Uh, my no buddy, also, <laughs> my buddy also sent me um, Biocop. Oh, that's from the Psycho Gorman guy, right? Yeah, I guess it was. It's like a short film. 
from 2012. Uh, yeah, about a mutant, a mutant cop who cannot die and struggles to stop the latest designer drug. So it's kind of like the the character from Psycho Gorman, but it's like a movie based mm-hmm. on him, but like nine years ago. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sure it's amazing. Well, let's wrap this up, fellas, because I have to take a leak, and I don't feel like pausing this episode again. So, okay. you guys heard all of our favorites. What are some of your favorites and least favorites? You can still get them in. We'll probably read the comments next time if you want to. As long as Shane reminds us. Yeah, as long as Shane reminds us to read the comments. <laughs> the worst part is on my notes, I have them all listed here. <laughs> like, I was just going to skim right past them. <laughs> See, the beauty of it is, I put a post up, right? Mike puts a post up, Mike gets comments, I get fuck all. So I think from now on, I'm not even going to bother advertising it on my social media. I'll just let you guys do it. Because everybody Wait. seems to reply to you instead of fucking me. Cunts. <laughs> The way she goes. Way of the road. Yeah. Because I'm hated. That's why. <laughs> I don't know about that, Shane. You probably get the best reviews out of all of us on this uh, podcast. That's because I'm English. Yes, that's true. I'm too whiny <laughs> for anyone to like me. Oh, yeah, true. And you stink. And I stink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ziggy hasn't made <laughs> You know what it is? I've, I've come to realise, you know what it is? It's not me people like. It's Ziggy. It is Ziggy. Ziggy and his gobby fucking mouth. Although, strangely enough, he's been asleep all day. So, hmm. you know, I walked into the bedroom earlier and he kind of arched his head back, looked at me, meowed at me, and then fucked off back to sleep again. But That son of a bitch. God damn it. You, you <sighs> stepped right on me, Mike, you son of a bitch. Sorry. Sorry, man. <laughs> so we should wrap this up. Because yeah. now we're just burping the microphone and not producing anything worth listening to. <laughs> oh, we were? Unless you We were producing yeah, things yeah. that were worth listening to previously. Hey, uh, Saturn Goth messaged me on Instagram. And she said that we were the top... Uh, podcast that she followed this year. Yes. We're what? For her, we are her top podcast. Oh, for, nice uh, one. for the year. Wow. So we do have people that like take us seriously. That's incredible. Uh, we're not even the top podcast that I listen to. <laughs> yeah, I just, <laughs> just started uh, listening to the It's Always Sunny podcast. I think I said that last episode. Oh, I, I and I've that. already listened to more episodes of that besides our own. Yeah. Yeah, I just added that to my uh, my um, subscription, so I got to catch up on that. Very excited. Maybe I'll go back and start rewatching the episodes. You know, yeah, just to stay on top yeah. of it. All right, fellas, we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, if you want to get a hold of the podcast, you can reach us on Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail dot com. The Facebook group, all you need is blood. If you want to get a hold of me, I'm on Twitter at Ryan Tudelo. On Instagram, all you need Ryan. I'm also on the uh, the Facebook group, the UHM Fans Facebook group. You can find me on um, the UpcomingHorrorMovies.com message board. And I think that's probably about it. Mike? Uh, Everything Ryan said, I'm there too. But my Instagram is uh, Whittemore with a zero. And um, I do the Instagram for the, the podcast. 
And um, I do not have a Twitter. You're better off. But I do have an OnlyFans. Oh, God. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck, sorry. Shane, anything to add? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I want to, to be fair. Um, <laughs> Show your own hands. After that revelation coming from Mike, um, uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter, Dev's Health Society, and uh, the Facebook All You Need Is Blood podcast group, and Instagram, RoboGinge74. Not that anybody ever messages me or gets in contact with me on there about the podcast. Guys, will you message Shane about the podcast? (laughs) No, please don't. Just don't, all right? I've, Send him I've, gone this, I've gone this long without people messaging me about it. So just don't. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, <laughs> thanks for joining me and thanks for everybody for listening. And uh, well, I guess we'll see you guys in the next year. And I'll say bye for now. Bye. That's too late. It wasn't no, in I there. Cut it. It's gone. <sighs> Have you guys noticed that, like, other podcasts do, like, seasons? Oh, it's yeah. Like, it's like season four, episode two. Oh, my God. Uh, should, we, should we make next year's uh, season one? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we should make next year's season two. <laughs> yeah. The first season was 116 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That, that would drive people nuts. You should add a disclaimer at the end. You should record a disclaimer at the end, Ryan. That was the end of season one. We hope you enjoyed it. All 116 episodes. Now go forth and fuck shit up. We finally closed out all the storylines. <sighs> yeah, thank the fuck for that. All the storylines. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm going to go close a storyline on me taking a piss. Oh, I should stop recording. All right, I'm going to dump, so... I'm going to go and feed Ziggy and wait for him to wake up. Excellent. Hi, right, fellas. Lazy little bastard. I'll catch you next All time. Right, see you, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye.